Let's go. Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 29 of Another Wish Up Podcast. Uh, hello, just hello, so hello, you guys hello. all know, we all got into a fight in a pre-show. We're all mad at each other. We did. None of us hey, are happy are about guys? this podcast, and we're yeah. probably all going to walk before the show's yeah. over. Mike, why don't you tell us about your day, or whatever you have to say now? Um, well, generally, we don't talk about that here. Uh, right at this point, we talk about our sponsor, and that sponsor happens to be a little company called Total, Total Boot. Boot. Total Boot. No, big Total thank Boot. you to Total Boat for sponsoring the show. We do appreciate them very much. Uh, they offer epoxies and finishes, and they're a great company. They're really supportive of the woodworking community. They're really supportive of just what everyone does. I mean, they have great products. They um, – have some great finishes. I really want to try that gleam satin really bad. Uh, I'm actually going to order some of that this next week because I want to put that on my outfeed table. So can um, you spray that? I wonder, can you spray? I, it? I believe you can spray that one. I'm pretty sure it's similar to it's a varnish. Is it a water base? Yeah, water based. Water based. Mm. Water based. Yep. And you know what else they uh, have? Water bath. They have adhesives because they do. Epoxies and adhesive. Yeah, yeah they have epoxy. Like, um, I have a pile of that. <laughs> I uh, just used it actually yesterday to fix something in my shop. The Total Boat 2 to 1 High Performance Fast. Anyway, big thank you to Total Boat. We really do appreciate them supporting us. If you could please support them by giving them some business, that would help us as well. So, what? What, Dan? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Dan, go ahead right. and stroke your beardless face. And a huge thank you to our patrons. You guys are the reason we get to do this awesome show. We get to do these extra shows. I don't know if you guys caught it, but we did a little mini show this week. It was a lot of fun. That's just a really good one, too. And if you want to continue to help support the show, get some behind-the-scenes extra content, pre-shows, all that fun jazz, make sure to check us out on patreon.com slash anotherwoodshoppodcast. And, Mike, I do believe we got some new patrons. Yeah, we did, in fact. It's funny you mentioned that because that happened. Yeah. Uh, we got four new patrons this week. Thank you so much. Um, Adrian Vita, thank you to her. She's been very active. We really appreciate that. She's got a lots, lots of questions over to us. Uh, we have Jarrett Minasali and Josh Mullican and Abel oh, Dominguez and Sean. Is that five? Was Adrian last week? Did Adrian I read Adrian was last week. Oh, I apologize. Well, thank you, Adrian. You got two mentions. Double thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, then we got, uh, and Sean Marks. So thank you to those four plus Adrian. Thank you so much, guys. We really do appreciate it so much. Um, do we, <laughs> don't text me what you were laughing about. <laughs> we do appreciate the business. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I think. I didn't, just, want to, I didn't want to interrupt your sponsor, Reed. No, I want to hear it. I love it. It's fun. It keeps it natural and flowing. Um, yeah. But hey, I think we're going to slide over into our segment that's called What's on My Bench. What's on My Bench? And since Dan just sang that, we're going to throw it over to Dan. Dan, what's on what's your bench? What's on my bench? <laughs> Walnut. Dust. What? Walnut. <laughs> oh. 
Okay, so anyways, on my bench is... Uh... <laughs> I wasn't done. Oh, there's I want to hear about some custom things you made for yeah, it this week. Custom, yeah, custom... Uh, yeah. So if you didn't listen to our mini show, 28.33333, tell you're your face turns idiot. blue. You're an idiot. Yes, first of all, you're not <laughs> smart. Um, <laughs> I made some, uh, some super bougie bespoke walnut doorstops for my wife's classroom so nice have you seen these doorstops they're gorgeous (laughs) she texted me uh the other night and asked me if i had any extra wood to make doorstops and i was like uh yeah have you even seen my shop and she's like no i literally have never seen your shop did you you make it out of eight foot like quarter inch strips of it no, I should have though. <laughs> you folded them over and glued them up. But I found I found the the gnarliest, curliest, most beautiful piece of walnut I could find in my shop, and I made three doorstops. <laughs> Fancy, and you that get, was the name. That Dan. was the name of that was the name of the uh, mini episode. The, mini, the surprise episode. Yeah, yeah. leave it to Dan to just deal. try to prove a point with the fanciest wood he's got in the shop. That happens to <laughs> right? be off cut. But besides that. By this time next week, the walnut desk will be done. So excited for I that. I guarantee. Oh, my God. I, I am currently wait. sanding and putting finish on the drawer carcass. That is the last piece of the puzzle. Mike is getting bored and tired. He's yawning. I've heard I know this story everybody's, everybody's, 33 times in a row. Everybody's tired <laughs> of this story. I just, started, I just started spraying it with lacquer today. So Sweet. I'm really excited. I made my Did- own drawer slides. Did I? Can I interrupt real quick? Did I see some blushing on your story? Blushing on your finish? It looks like I had some blushing on it. Oh yeah, yeah. I you gonna I, sand that out? Yeah, I'm gonna have to sand it out tomorrow. That that just comes from uh, blushing is like the the lacquer got uh, kind of opaque, and that that comes from too putting much on a yeah too much too much all at once. <laughs> It comes from putting you're on a second. You're supposed to use unsalted butter when you're using lacquer. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I'm an idiot, okay? I just wanted it to have that popcorn movie smell. <laughs> I love this bench. Never mind. Um, <clears throat> what I was going to say is uh, the the lacquer having that opaque look comes from putting on too much lacquer too fast. And I didn't let the, the coat underneath dry or cure fast enough. How's that great? Or how's that a uh, great? How's that Fuji? I love it. The video yeah. looks like it's got a ton of overspray, but that's because in this goes back to the pre-show know-it-alls. Oh, look at all that overspray! Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> it has a ton of overspray because I accidentally bought brushing lacquer, and mm. to spray brushing mm. lacquer, you have to thin it down, and I thinned it down a little too much. Oh, okay. Too but much other yeah, mineral spirits. Uh, yeah, lacquer thinner. Lacquer thinner, yeah, duh, lacquer. But yeah, it sprays It sprays great. It it lays down a really even coat. Uh, just don't over-thin the lacquer and you won't get a lot of overspray. But I love it. I love it. It's so fast. It's it's great. I love it. Cool. I really want to make that jump to a nice sprayer in the next few months. I should have bought it a long time ago. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of where I, I, I can tell that like I'm going to get it and be like, mm, I probably should have got this a while ago. Yeah. Anyway, Pete. What's on Mike's bench? <laughs> Go. Is it me or him? No, it's you. 
Mike. Me? Oh, Pete's in the middle of something. Um, Pete's updating his YouTube description for his first video. Um, <clears throat> no. Uh, this week has been... Uh, a lot's been going on. Just, But it's just for the shop remodel. So, um, oh, I'm going to tell the whole story on the CNC since yes. I didn't go into that. That's so, <clears throat> my CNC... Okay. So let's start. Let's start over. Monday. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's go to the beginning. First grade. <laughs> Mike was born in Sacramento. Back in March, <laughs> I actually wasn't. I was born in L.A. But back in March, we started a podcast. And no, I on Monday, I actually had for the first time in a few weeks with my job was I didn't have a just slam packed day. So when my wife took off with my son to go drop him off at daycare. I didn't shower. <laughs> I just went to my office and started working. <laughs> and uh, I was just kind of having a chill day. Luna was over here, hobo snoring and farting away. And I was just kind of working. <clears throat> and uh, at like 930 in the morning, I got a knock on my door. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. I don't expect anything. And there's a gentleman with a very um, thick Russian accent. And he says, he tells me he's got a delivery for me. And I'm like, okay, just put it at the door. He's like, no, no. Can we do a role it, play where Pete does the Russian accent guy? Hello. I, I, I have, have delivery for you. Was it you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so uh, he's like, no, no, this isn't, I can't like drop it off. I was like, no, no, I can't about? just drop off. This okay, is very big. I'm going to text you the dialogue. Hold on. We're going to role play right now. <laughs> no. Um, so I'm like, what do you have? Where are you coming from? He's like, I'm coming from Dallas. I was like, do you, you have from a Russia? CNC machine? <laughs> I came from Mother Russia. And he's like, uh, I don't know what it is, but it's from Dallas and it's from Laguna. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I never got to call the freight broker. This is not Laguna's fault. This is their the broker for them. Uh, never called me. He emailed me last week to see that to make sure I'll have the lift and to make sure I'm home. If there's any days I'm home, which I've been working from home, so it didn't matter. But they just never called. <clears throat> so I call the broker and I chew him out. And I'm like, dude, this guy, this driver's here. I don't know if any, if you know this or not, but I used to have a, or I still have my class A license. And I used to be a delivery driver. And I know how frustrating it is when you're making a delivery and they can't accept it for some dumb reason that's out of your hands. Well, luckily this guy was super chill. Um, he was like, ah, oh, just make some phone calls. Try to figure it out, dude. So they probably um, just had a bottle of vodka it. in a cab. That's say fine. it, Pete. Say, say, just try to figure I it out. Uh, you take care of the uh, phone calls. I have a bottle of nice vodka. Role playing over. Okay. So we, yeah. we, so <laughs> he, uh, I make, I call the guy, I call the freight hauler. I chew them out. And he's like, I'm so sorry. We just didn't call you. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, so I, the guy is like, look, what, you know, I can, I, what do I do? I just sit here. I was like, well, let me make a phone call. So I called my equipment rental company that I had set up my lift with. And I was like, dude, I need this out here as soon as you can possibly get it. They got it out to me in like four hours, which was amazing. It was a big lift. I rented a 10 K reach grade all lift. Um, and they got it there. The driver was cool. I got him a soda or whatever, a soda water. And he just, he was like, just chill. He's like, I don't have another appointment for a day and a half, like eight hours from here. He's like, it's not a big deal. He's like, I can hang out here until late tonight. So machine got there. Um, I called my father-in-law. He lives about 20 minutes away. He said he'd get down there. And then I called Leland over at Stockbilt. Leland stock. He lives, he works like five minutes from me and he lives about 20 minutes away. But he, I was like, Hey, could you come over and help us? And Leland, like, I, before I was off the phone with him, he was already at my house. He's such a good dude. He just jetted over there and he was like ready to help. And then um, 
one of my coworkers was coming by to borrow my log splitter and, um, I forgot to call him and tell him what was going on. And he showed up right when we're unloading the thing and he's like, Oh, I want to help. So there ended up being, I went from having no help to having three people helping and then the <laughs> lift. So it worked out really well. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the pallet was 10 feet long and seven feet wide. And I had originally ordered six foot forks on this thing. So it could go almost all the way across it, but they didn't have it because of the surprise delivery. They had four foot forks. So, that's more, you want 50% of the length of the span with your forks when you're going across stuff. So I had that cause it was three, it was seven feet, you know, which would be three and a half feet, but it was still pretty tippy. So we strapped it. We strapped the pallet to the forks and getting it off the truck was the most daunting part. Once we got it off the, once I got it off the truck and onto the ground, it was way less stressful. And we had to use a pallet jack and the lift to get the machine off the pallet. And then we had to pallet jack it down my driveway, which isn't super steep, but it's not a flat driveway. It's not as steep as Dan's, but it's like half as steep as yours, Dan. <laughs> then we got into the shop and I got my CNC. I couldn't believe it. It was crazy. I had to take off the rest of the day basically, but um, <clears throat> it was uh, it's super cool. I got my CNC in there and I got it set up. And um, <clears throat> I today, uh, Rusty with Macbeth came over. It was super nice. It's always a good time spending spend time with Rusty. We put together my dust collector, which took us six and a half hours. That's a nightmare. Um, but we had a ton of fun just making fun of people. It's just the best. Uh, we, <laughs> we just, we were just putting that together and I got my bandsaw put together, my new bandsaw put together uh, during the week. And I just ran to Home Depot today and got the rest of the electrical supplies and my uncle and my cousin are coming over first thing in the morning and we're going to wrap up the electrical. The CNC is going to have power. The dust collector is going to have power. I'm going to be moving the other dust collector into the CNC shop and I should be for the, the bulk of the work for my remodel I've been doing is done. So I'm really excited about that. I cannot wait to get back to, to making stuff. I'm so ready to cut some wood. So I've got, I've got four orders on my bench right now and there's some possibilities of some others coming up. So I've got two of these, I make these like Lego tray things. And, uh, on Monday I haven't had an order on Etsy since like June. I never get anything on Etsy. It's always through my website. And on, on, on Monday when the guy and I, when I'm on the phone call trying to figure out what the heck happened and why this delivery came, I got two orders in like a 30 minute span from Etsy. And I'm like, of course, when I don't have a shop and I'm like freaking out, I'm like, (laughs) you know, I'm lucky to even have an order. So, um, so yeah, I got those and then I've got this bench I'm going to be building and then I've got this table I'm working on and I've got this, this, this table is going to be awesome. Like it's a, it's a lock, but there's some, some details we got to iron out still. So, um, oh, and I got. It's really cool. An old, I didn't tell you guys about this. I've got an old friend of mine who, um, he's, he's like a big wig at Microsoft and we, um, last year he placed some orders with me, but this year he went, no, not that big. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, uh, he's part of the gaming division. He's like a VP over there at Microsoft at the Xbox division. And, um, last year he bought like a handful of bottle openers from me. Well, this year him and his wife, he texts me, we were texting back and forth. He's like, we want to get all of our, like not super close family and friends, like our, you know, third, you know, our kind of close friends. We want to order bot. We want to order, order uh, cutting boards for all of them. It's like 50 cutting boards. They want to order all personalized. Pete's already got 37 made. Maybe you can work out a deal. I just need 13. I'll subcontract Pete. 
So yeah, they they want like a pile of cutting boards. So I've got to once I get the CNC up, I'm gonna glue up a bunch of panels. That thing's gonna cut everything out for me. So I'm really excited about that. So I'm hoping that's something me and Pete can do. Uh, when we're when you guys are here in town, I'm hoping we can kind of make a file to figure that out. I want to try to figure we're that out. Go nuts. So we can go go crazy. But um, yeah. So that's me. That's been my week. It's been really crazy. I'm really tired. Like I'm. The last three weeks have been very exhausting and stressful for me, and I just can't wait. I feel like after tomorrow, I'm going to just – I'm going to grab my wife and my son. We're going to go hop in the car. We're going to go drive out to Tahoe just in the morning just to have a morning off. I need a morning off of no shop time, no nothing. And then as soon as we come back, I'm just going to hit it hard. I'm going get, to get the CNC running, and it's back to work time. So <clears throat> I need it. I'm really looking forward to it. It's like it's therapy for me in the shop, and I haven't had any of that in weeks. And it just compounds my stress when I don't have my my, my woodworking time. So um, I'll throw it to Pete, though, because I just went really long. Sorry about that, guys. Whoops. It's Pete, all good. I mean, you had a, you had a big week. On my bench, yeah, been nothing. Just this heavy butt ring on my hand. Uh, I got married last week. Thanks. Uh, heavy for butt. Covering. I don't, well, I don't know. If, can I say ass? Well, I said it. Whoa, oh, dude. Well. What the heck? Too well. Oh, well. No, you know okay. we say butt? <laughs> yeah. Well, too late now. You're going to have to edit it. Uh, yeah, I got married last week, so that was great. The wedding was yeah, the you most actually, Pinteresty. We, we were going to talk about your wedding on the surprise show, and we never really did. Why don't you talk about did, that? did, a little thing? bit. Basically, you just said it was it, Pinteresty. And then, I mean, that just seems was, like an attack. It's not an attack. No, no, it was, <laughs> it was everything we wanted it to be. And then some, I, I got awesome, to make dude. a ton of stuff for it. All the family helped. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this on a other show on the mini show, but I'll, I'll, whatever, I'll say it again. Nobody listens to the mini shows, right? Um, we fired our heard. wedding planner the week of the wedding. That was exciting. Oh, yeah, you didn't talk about that. Yeah. So, uh, we it turned out there was things not being done that needed to be done. And we found out on Monday before the we the wedding on Saturday. Cool, cool. Uh, so did she not forge the rings yet? She did not. <laughs> uh, I had to, to walk all the way to freaking Mordor, Mordor, New Jersey. It's terrible. It's a bad neighborhood. Jeez uh, to Louise. forge my rings. <laughs> um, basically, so we we the last week we had to coordinate all the all the caterers, all of our friends, everyone that was helping out with the wedding. And it worked out freaking magical. Like everything was, it was, the whole weekend went Well, yeah, you had her so do all perfect. the work and then you fired her before the work. <laughs> yeah, all the it work in quotes. Everything all was done work. and we don't have to pay this idiot. Oh, yeah, when I called the caterer and they were like, we need a floor plan. We asked you for a floor plan months ago. You don't need a floor plan. And I'm that like, sucks, man. just give him the floor plan. Why is there no floor plan? It's Monday before the wedding. So that's done. But the whole weekend, when the wedding went so flawlessly, the, just the days after, I was like, this is a trap, right? There's, there's gonna, something's going to blow up. Like, it's going to not work out. No, we just had a great time. It was a good wedding. That's crazy. It was good. And, and I, I'm very happy to say that for the first time in weeks, there is nothing on my bench. And I mean that physically. There is nothing on the bench or the table saw. Did you get uh, it all cleaned up, all the stuff that came? Oh my God. All the stuff we brought back from the wedding, I finally got it cleaned up yesterday. And it was like, like oh my God, I forgot what the shop looks like when there's nothing anywhere. Because <laughs> there was, you know, while we we're getting everything prepped for the wedding and all that, there's just boxes and things sort of accumulating in there. And the 
the best part was just like cleaning it all up. And like one of the last things I took off the table saw, I guess I didn't notice it at the time. I went in there last night around like midnight, just for something. I was grabbing a water and I go, what's on my table saw? And I go over there and apparently there was something in a crate just leaking. And there was this like hand sized rust spot in the middle of my cast iron. Oh, that sucks. So I'm there at like 12.30 in the morning, just like sanding it by hand. Luckily, it was it was fresh, so like the vinegar and stuff cleaned it up. Vinegar is the way to go. I know you guys use different stuff, but uh, sprayed it, sanded it. I just use water. Buffed it with base wax. Yeah, water. You seal it with water. Water, water. So I was like, well, I didn't plan water. to do this at 12.30 in the morning, but okay, cool. But either way, the shop is cleaned up, and I have nothing that is like a pressing matter. I have nothing that's a, that has a due date except my YouTube video, which I'll talk about in a sec. So basically... I get to like get in a shop tomorrow and just kind of just enjoy it. Just work nice. on the stuff that I want to work on, which I haven't awesome, done dude. in months. Um, two other quick things. I am going back to teaching tomorrow. So tomorrow's the first day I'm going back to the DIY joint in Hoboken. And what was that, what was that noise? Oh. My freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Said it was a noise. Um, so I'm going back to teaching tomorrow. That's pretty exciting. And aside from that, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. Cool. Um, just what a big week, dude! Congratulations, you guys. I'm really stoked for you. Thank you. Oh, I finally got it down. So now she legally has to help me in a shop, right? <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> that's how it works for you guys, right? That they do no, all the no. sanding. My wife wife not wait, what? Thing in my wait, shop. what? Check this out. Check this out. My wife actually asked if she could start helping on some things in the shop. I thought it was a trap. She's like, I, I just want something to do. She's All she does is exercise. That's all my wife does. She's like, I figure I could sand stuff. I was like, yeah. And she was also like, she was like, like she's was a keeper. Thinking, she was like, maybe, maybe Coffee Custom Builds should do a newsletter. And I was like, oh my gosh. I actually was like, that's not a bad idea. If she, if Where you give her something you find to do this one. Like a weekly newsletter? I think that'd be kind of, I don't know, just like what's going on in the shop. I don't know. I think a newsletter would get you more business than uh, social media. <laughs> we yeah. made that joke today. I'm sure Rusty agrees. <laughs> Rusty made that joke today. Nobody's going to uh, understand that joke. No, that's just for us. No, um, just and Rusty is going to get it. But <laughs> Rusty and I were going to get real today. mad. Um, but no, I was like, oh, that's uh, kind of interesting. So we were kind of talking about that. So that's kind of cool. But um oh, we should, we should jump into some questions, right? I don't think we should do that anymore. I think no, we should well, guys, it's a great show. Talk show. to you next week. I just meant questions, not in the show. I don't think we should do them anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> let, me, let me get some uh, questions going here. This first one is from Adrian Vita. I literally don't remember what it is. I assume it's about woodworking. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Adrian here with Hickory Hempset Creations. Uh, so I just had a quick question here this week. Um, so I was asking around a bunch of different people here in the... Um, boonies as I like to refer to it and um, I was asking what some of them use as finishing oils for like um, cutting boards and such because I wanted to try and make my first cutting board and so I asked this one person and they actually said vegetable oil and so I just really want to know how serious of an answer that really was they I I really think they honest to god use vegetable oil and so I just want to know have you guys ever ran across this? All right. Thanks, guys. And thanks again for answering my questions, as always. And keep up the great work. Dan? Uh, no. <laughs> Don't use vegetable oil. Yeah. 
Use motor oil. Right. It comes with a natural stain. Carbuble oil. Use motor oil. Yeah. <laughs> it gives you that nice walnut stain. Uh, no, don't use vegetable oil. It'll go rancid. Yeah. Use mineral oil. If you're going to use anything, use mineral oil. It doesn't go rancid. It's food safe, generally. I mean, if you buy the food safe mineral oil. But anyway, yeah, short and sweet. That's my answer. Pete looks like he's got things he wants to say. So, Pete. Vegetable oil? They just like It's like they want you to fail. No, do not use that. Like they said, it's going to... It's going to go rancid. It's going to be so gross. Uh, mineral oil or even beeswax. Uh, seal it with something natural that doesn't really go bad. Uh, that's, I mean, or you can uh, order Daniel Dunlap board butter. Is that's that just mineral called? oil, beeswax, and coconut oil. Enchilada. Yeah. Uh, which is great. <laughs> a little little Bud Light chilada. Honestly, <laughs> for spice. So here's here's an honest question uh, to you guys. Mm. I've never used coconut oil, but I know that stuff keeps forever. It's like it it's keeps so forever. Good. I usually just use a tiny, tiny bit just for for a scent, right? For a scent, yeah. Yeah, I've never actually tried it, but that's actually a good question. But yeah, 100 percent mineral oil will will not go bad. It will not go rancid. It'll just stay good, and even I mean. Technically, we've had this conversation before. Is like any like a varnish will technically become food safe once it's cured. Uh, so you know, even I mean, or even like try like Odie's oil or something. That's technically you know oils and waxes that should be safe uh, once it's cured. Oh, and Mike, I talk. What, what do you think? I talk. Yeah, wait, go I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back in here. I've talked to the the local Osmo rep, and he says. The Osmo Pollux oil it is, can actually be used for cutting it's boards. It's food safe, yeah. Really? That's yeah. what uh, cool. Chad over at Rescue Woodco's use. Chad over at Rescued hmm. Woodco uses a lot. Okay, yeah. There you go. Uh, Odie's definitely works as food safe. Yep. Um, I have my first board with it on there. It's. Um, I'm actually going to be doing the water test. It's been three weeks now, this weekend. Is that the one that was hanging up on a wall? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I haven't actually, I wanted, because I was going to use, I was going to do, that board was for my wife, but it's also for uh, a test, because I wanted to see how they, I want to do all my boards this holiday with Odie's oil, um, because I want to see how it holds up. So I'm going to do the water test video here, like this weekend, I think, because I'm going to be pouring water on Mm -hmm. it from the the sink, and see how that holds up, because it's been three weeks, and they say two to three weeks, so I want to see how that actually holds up. And we're supposed to have some friends over this week, and I'd like to actually have it be used to prep food on it and see how it holds up. Because the other brand I've used, 50% of the time, after the first wash, it looks dull, like there's no oil on there. So um, I'm kind of tired of that happening. So I'd like to not have my customers be disappointed by the product. So I'm going to be trying that. But mineral oil is cheap. I think they actually pay you a couple bucks to get it out of the store. So uh, yep. you can, I mean, you just, you can buy a, um, a I get mine off Amazon get it by the gallon pharmacy. for like yeah. 12 bucks. Yeah. You get it. For, I get it on Amazon, but you can walk into a pharmacy and buy it. And you can buy like a rubber tote or not a plastic tote and you can fill it up like as deep as the board and throw the board in there. And that's what I do. It's just yeah. dirt cheap. So that's a, and then I re I filter it back into the bottle and yeah, good to go. Yep. I mean, you could put it in there and put a lid on the, on the tote and just save it for later. Yeah, you could do that. Could you do that? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can't do that. I've never actually. I mean, if used... you do enough boards, you can do that. Yeah, I think but if you're moving even through if you're, it regularly. I mean, so she's saying she's doing her first board. 
So you're probably not, you may not be doing a lot of them. You might just be doing the one or a couple. So even pouring it on there, just rubbing it in by hand, making sure it goes in all the pores, you're going to be fine. It needs to soak for a while with mineral oil, right? Yeah, yeah. You well, you can you could put on a thick on coat a, on there. Pour on it. Doesn't have to be. Ba- it doesn't have to be in a bath. No, it doesn't have to be in a bath. Okay. No. See, I didn't know that because yeah. I've never used it. But yeah, that's like tried and true. I mean, that's what they've done forever. So yeah. Um, anyway, that was a lot of time on that question. Don't use vegetable oil. It will stink very bad very soon. Yeah. So bad. Uh, this next question is from Bruce Ulrich from the account called Bruce. Actually, on Instagram, he's Brew Daddy. That's Brew Daddy. Yeah. Love me some Bruce. Hey guys, enjoying the show. This is Bruce from Brew Daddy on Instagram. Uh, just had a question. I know I've talked to Mike a good bit, and he just got a CNC, so he's gearing up to do some production work, uh, more content. I guess I'm curious for the other two guys, Dan, is it kind of more the same? Are you gearing up content? Are you just going to keep trucking on with some cool um, you know, commission work? And... Same with you, Pete. Are you, I know in a previous episode, you said something about, you know, you've really got to get more content out there. Is that a focus of yours or, you know, what does the next six months look like as far as goals and, and content and producing things in person? Thanks guys. Hope you have a good one. I'll take this one first. Lefty? Huh? Oh, sorry. Did you call me lefty? (laughs) (laughs) No, um. I'll take this one first because yeah. I'll, I'll be brief. But um, Bruce and I do talk a lot. I talk to Bruce a lot, probably every day. Um, and these guys know my thoughts on it. But I am I bought the CNC to increase productivity on certain items and be able to do things I couldn't do before. So it's me trying to up the level of my small business and trying to get more out of my business. I want to do more out of my business. And it's very important to me that I also do more with my content. The last month has been a boondoggle because I've been doing so, I just can't do all these things. Something had to, something had to take a hit. And I haven't done a YouTube video in a month, which I miss a lot. I really want to do a YouTube video like ASAP. And my Instagram feed has been basically reposts of my own old stuff or me putting up insulation, which no one in my audience cares about, you know, I've been, I'm putting up stuff, what I was, what I was doing, but it's like, you know, I don't think it's like amazing content. So, um, for me, I want fall to be an absolutely bonkers period for coffee custom builds. I want to take on a lot of new builds, take on a bunch of new challenges for things I've never done. And I want to really take my content to the next level. So that's my goal. So I'm going to pass it over to Dan. It's going to be a whole lot. I wouldn't say it's going to be a lot of the same um, because I don't do the same stuff over and over, but it will be more commission work. But I would like to start uh, hammering back, hammering on the content a little bit more. I do need to to get more YouTube videos out. I am missing that. I feel like this walnut desk has just been like controlling my life for the last three months. I should have... I should have been doing like uh, YouTube content for the Walnut Desk, but man, that would have slowed me down even more, even more than I've already been slowed down. I don't so. even think that would have done, you know what I mean? Like it feels like unless you're like building something bonkers, I feel like just a, a furniture build is filler content almost. 
Yeah, everybody knows that shop builds do do the best. Yeah, on shop YouTube. builds are the best, and like crazy, crazy builds, like right. a Jackman hammer or something like that, where it's like bonkers. Yeah, like, everyone's Things seen the that table. Are insane and like one off. Yeah, and crazy. But not that yeah. you shouldn't have done it. You still should have done the content because someone would have watched. But it would have made your already long process take even longer. Right, so. and I got I got more more commissions in the books. Yeah, no one can blame uh, me, man, for sure. I got I got bills to pay, so yeah. I have a I have, I have a teak what uh, a teak shower floor to make, and we're not talking about some little shower floor. This thing's gonna be four foot by six foot, and it, it needs slatted. to have leveling feet on it. Yeah, it's gonna be slatted. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's gonna be in a shower, so it, it the water needs to go through it. I have all the teak already. I need to build three mm-hmm. barn doors for one client. I need to wrap a mantle and build three floating shelves for another client on site. Uh, and then my wife has a whole bunch of stuff that I need to make if I ever get to it. I, this I is just all met, this year. This is all this year. And okay. I just met with a, a potential client two days ago about building them a giant table for their newly remodeled kitchen. I was at their home and it's gorgeous. And yeah, hopefully that comes through. I'd really like to do that. Damn, you're going to be busy. I'm busy, but yes, I, I definitely want to make more content. Uh, I really enjoy that. And to be perfectly honest, you know, that's another avenue of income. And, you know, I don't I don't like leaving that on the table that much. Mike's probably like shaming me for not doing the TikTok thing anymore. But no, I'm not. Let's be clear. <laughs> I'm not. I get it. It's hard. Like the it's timing tough. on it couldn't have happened it's at a worse time. I have really I've had to have. like real. I've had to cut time away from YouTube, which is a really important long-term goal for me for this quick hitter. I don't want to go into it too much, but I couldn't pass it up. I mean, it's, I don't want to say what, you know what it is. I mean, it's, it's, I can't pass it up. It's, it's easy. Uh, anyway, I'm not shaming you at all. You're busy. I know it. I will make jokes a lot. Oh yeah. I expect, I mean, I'm going to make fun of you on, in public forum. If you don't, I'm going to be like, Mike's mad at me. me." Never. So yeah, I got a lot on my plate. Hopefully I can ramp up the content a little bit. I'm certainly not going anywhere. I'm always going to be on Instagram at least. Yeah. And unless that gets canceled or shut down by <laughs> cancel the Instagram. I doubt it. Anyway, Pete, tell us about you and your plans. Well, for me, I I guess I'm a unique case because I'm not at least right now, I'm not planning to go full-time with, with any of this. That being said, I want this to replace my income. I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. I think the job I'm doing, and if we stay remote, because I, I do like IT support, I'm working from home, if we actually stay remote, I can continue doing both, and I'd let, well, why not double my income instead of just replace it? You know, if, as long as I can sustain it. Uh, as far as what I actually want to put out, my biggest thing right now is content. I, the wedding is done. I'm out of excuses. I need to be on YouTube. I will be putting out videos. I have several videos almost entirely shot, um, although be it kind of disorganized and not really planned out because I didn't really know what I was doing. I I want to get out as many as possible. And I already I talked to the guys. I set a kind of a deadline for myself. Of, by next Friday, or the latest, by the time I fly out to see Mike and Dan in California, I need to have a video out on my channel, at least one. And I'm hoping to have 
more than one, but we'll we'll, we'll see. You won't it's have more than one. <laughs> hey, calm down. You won't. Oh, you know what? I'm, pro- I'm going to prove you wrong. It's going to just be like a tool review. Like, uh, You're not oh, going to have five. It's a really nice pen. Hey, if you click it, like the, the bulb comes out. It's you nice. showed me. <laughs> yeah, Sick I did. pen review, Guess bro. What? I'm just going to I'm gonna clip this, Lighten and YouTube that's going to be fire. a video on my channel. <laughs> but my long-term goal is to be doing production of some kind that basically supplements my income in a way that I can just enjoy my time in a shop. I don't actually enjoy commission work. I find commission work to be like just having a deadline and a client coming, breathing down my neck, kind of stressful. And to me, it's such a, I, I don't want it to turn it into a job. I want it to still be a hobby. And fun. Let me flip this on its head. Yeah. And I'll go first. What yeah. would be your dream scenario with this? And I, I want to. I'm going to be ramping up to getting into more commissions because it's okay. It's 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 not my. Let me let me finish what I'm saying. It's not my. Yeah. I'm ramping up into it because it's a guaranteed ish income and content. I don't feel like I can bet my wife, my family on it right now. Like I have, I can't mm-hmm. bet my family's income mm-hmm. on it. Um, whereas I know I could. I mean, I can't right now. I can't bet my family's income on commissions, but I'm working towards that. But my goal would be to just be doing content and building whatever I want. That's my goal. I mean, I'd love for this. I'd love for the podcast to be a good part of that too. I would. I mean, I know we've all talked about it. Like if we, if this financially made sense, we'd do it multiple times a week or every day. I mean, we'd we'd put up we'd put out as much content as we could if the if it made sense. I mean, I'd love to be making content yeah. for my income and I could build whatever I want. You got like Spagnolo kind of stuff. You know, he gets to build whatever he wants at any time. And it is very interesting because he's very good at it. That's my ultimate goal. What about you, Dan? I exactly the same. I'd I'd love to build whatever my, my brain can think of and yeah, whatever my heart desires and get paid for it. You know, that is the dream. Yeah. I don't see why that wouldn't be. I would love to go, huh? I sure could use a nice entryway table and yes. just build something out of my rear end. Ugh. And, well, you know. I know. <laughs> Pull something out of your rear end. Very chocolatey oh. walnut. Yeah. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to build whatever I want right. and get paid for it. And that's. I guess the, the question was dumb. Is I think to, it's to, obvious. To, yeah. To get paid as a content creator. Yeah, for me, I'm, I'm trying to stay very realistic with it. It's like, all right, am I going to like. Because I, I haven't been in the world of like monetizing my videos or anything yet. So I'm, I really don't know what to expect. I've seen what people get. So in my mind, what I'm thinking is I want my income to be split between podcast, content creation, and sponsors. And then the other part being production, meaning CNC and 3D printing. Stuff that works while I work. Stuff that is cutting or printing while I'm doing stuff. And I want that, that too. To me, so far, actually, yeah, I didn't so say far, that. So far, 3D printing for me has been amazing. And, you know, one thing we didn't really talk about is the whole fusion thing. Maybe we should bring it up at some point. Um, I don't think we have enough information. Yeah, I don't think we have enough information to discuss it. I, we're still a lot of yeah, questions we'll on it. Let, let, why don't you and I uh, um, look into that more this week and actually get a comparison together and then make a conversation? We'll talk about, about it next week. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Um, basically, I'd like. This, the, the production, I love when my robots, my machines work while I'm working. Like I, or literally a 3D printer prints while I'm sleeping. I love that. It literally, you know, I joke around that it prints money, but like it, I'm printing things that I'm selling. It prints me money. 
it prints things and, and that allows me to put out content, put out more things. And I'm still working a full-time job, but it's allowing me to not waste that time on like making cutting boards or whatever in a shop. I don't have to physically be hands-on. I could kind of run that machine and it's allowing me to make an income that's allowing me to tear away from my job a little bit or some other gigs and make content. I want to, that's what I want to do. Sorry, Pete. I want to do an addendum to mine as well. I mean, I, I have yeah. my CNC. I'd like to do that in the background too. I'd like to make templates, whatever, you know, any, any really fun, yeah. exciting thing because the CNC can do that. Meanwhile, I can use the tools that I actually control with my hands to make whatever I want. So I, I do want to, I want to, I do want a production element in the background. Yeah. I think probably Katz Moses is probably the closest thing to what uh, I would want to do. Cause I know he does a lot. He has a lot of the, uh, digital production machines as well that does things for other makers. So anyway, that's kind of anyway, yeah. my little, as long little. as we're making addendums. Yeah. Do I'm it. Gonna, I just want to say I'm kind of living my dream right now as it is. Yeah. I I'm self-employed 12 chiladas a day. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up at noon, do what I want, group. play Xbox most of the day. Whoa, you got an Work Xbox? In shop for 20 minutes. You got Xbox money? I'm vanished. <laughs> I need some NBA 2K. <laughs> no, it's... No, I'm, I'm kind of living the dream right now as it is. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would would love to have my position. So I don't take that for granted. That's all. Since we're addendum-niming yes. all these things. Yeah. I, I I honestly, I in a way, relate to and look up to like April Wilkerson a lot. Because she she was making a lot of fun Who stuff. Who doesn't? And just kind of I mean, having fun. She's killing it. Well, yeah. But, but the thing is, that's what she, she's, she, she was very low-key about the fact that she was running her CNC almost nonstop with like random little side projects and pumping out like a, an extra side income. She wasn't really publishing it on her main channel. Well, it's boring. But that was just bringing in extra change. Yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah, because it's boring. But that's bringing in extra change, and then eventually leading to a point where she she has now opened up a makerspace slash like production shop. Is it a makerspace? You know, I don't I, think it's. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's just a commercial. But I think it's. Is it just commercial? I'm pretty sure I it's just it her like, commercial where she has employees making stuff for her. Still, like I would love to get to that point. I want to be hands eventually. 10 years down the line, I want to have a business where I can go back and dial it back to, I want fun projects. I just get to work in my shop while I have a company or a brand working for me. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Deep, very deep question, Bruce. Yeah. I liked, I liked Bruce's question. That's good. It's yeah. like he's been on a podcast or does one. It's good to have, it's good to have goals, guys. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I'm going to look more. Thanks, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Bruce. Seriously, man. Uh, this next question is from uh, Josh the dad hey guys it's josh the dad yep josh the dad one of the big ig coming at you with this week's question now let's get back to some normal kind of questions this week shall we okay so i've got this friend and you know he's been spending the last month rearranging his shop for about the hundredth time and while he was doing that he was getting ready to measure for a new workbench and uh, he went to move one of his old tables, and it's one of those old science slate top tables, and he grabbed it, and then as he dropped it, he kind of pinched the end of his finger, and it bled like a stuck pig. Now, he instantly went inside, washed his hands, and, and, and yelled for his wife to help him, and, you know, and she was good enough to help him, but 
you know, she laughed at him the whole time because, you know, he was getting woozy and not feeling well. And so she tended to his wound and, you know, and for the, for the five minutes that she didn't laugh at me, I mean, uh, my friend's wife didn't laugh at him. She helped make sure that he didn't pass out and put band-aids on his finger. So my question is, how do you guys deal with little boo-boos in the shop and, and do your wives laugh at you or do they, you know, take pity on you? and help you out just kind of curious and have a great week dan i fill my little boo-boos with star star bond ca glue <laughs> in their accelerator and my wife loves me so she doesn't laugh at me <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't have that problem <laughs> with getting woozy uh when i have little boo-boos i guess I've never had a major what, boo-boo, thank God. What did this podcast turn into? Woozy boo-boos? <laughs> it's just so soft. <laughs> I just I find the nearest paper towel or rag or something and wrap it around my finger until I can get inside yeah. and put a band-aid on it. I guess. Piece of ash. You know, the, the, the porous grain just soaks it right in. <laughs> <laughs> With a ash little or oak. stain. <laughs> no, 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 not walnut. Just grab ash or oak. It's very porous. <laughs> What about you, Pete? <laughs> um, well, Emma is very lovable, so she she is or loving. Uh she she will oh, not make fun of me. She's instantly so nice. Yes, yeah, still in the honeymoon stage. Um she will instantly be concerned. I often walk into the house and I'm just like holding something. And she's like, What's wrong? And I just cut myself. Or like I bump my hand or something. Uh, or I chiseled too hard. She's like, no, Peter, no, wait, are you okay? Like, she's like, oh, like very concerned. I'm like, it's it's fine. Um, I have this running joke with I forget who. I have no friends, but it's, your mirror. Uh, just pack, just pack some sawdust in it. It's like, oh, you're bleeding. Just pack some sawdust. In Seems it. terribly uh, irresponsible I, to recommend terrible. that. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> but in reality, like, I listen. I, I like. I'll you know, nick myself on some blade or something like that. Usually it's when I'm sharpening or <coughs> working with hand tools or chisels. I'm um, just being dumb. But luckily I've, you know, I'm very, I'm extra careful anytime there's a motor running. Luckily there's been no Get big incidents. Running. Yeah, it's my motor running. <laughs> so dumb. And, uh, you know, I got a little first, first aid kit in a shop, but then if need be, I come inside, rinse it off and put a bandaid on it. Emma usually seems to be extra concerned. And uh, for those of you that don't know, I grew up as a teenager uh, lifeguarding, so I saw a lot of blood, a lot of injuries, sharks. a lot of band-aids. Sharks. So many sharks. Drinks. Yeah. <laughs> they love chlorine. Fun fact, they love Oh, it was chlorine. a pool lifeguard, not so, like an ocean lifeguard. That oh, makes way more sense. Yeah. So no, there there, any, there's, e there's pool sharks. If there were any, so, I can't talk. So why not? Calm Hold down, on. Man. Hashtag chilada. Go on, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> So for me, like when I see blood, I'm just like, meh. Also, fun fact, I work for a dialysis company. So I see blood anytime I see into, I go into the units and I see it a lot. So I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't faint. Because I'm a man. I weep like a child, but I won't faint. What about you, Mike? Um, I've never really had any like serious shop injuries. I've had some pretty- No, say boo-boos. I've never had any serious uh, woodworking boo area boo-boos. Um, 
No, I've never had any like real, real serious ones. Area. <laughs> um, I did. I got my wrist pretty bad once, which was it wasn't terrible. I mean, it was nothing bad. My wife is like has the biggest heart of anyone I've ever met in my whole life. So if I'm like, oh my shoulder hurts, she's like, oh my god, it's like a huge deal, you know. She's like, oh, let's go check it out. But she uh, definitely doesn't laugh at me and call me names when it happens. So, uh, <laughs> but one time. <laughs> I took a like oh. a day off from work. This is like two years ago. Th- no, it was like three years ago. Maybe even four years. Whenever we just bought this house. Four, four and a half years ago. I took the day off work and I was going to replace all the outlets in the whole house with, um, they had like those like off-white outlets. I just can't stand them. And I replaced them all with the white like Decora ones, the square ones. I just wanted that. So I got to the very last one in our kitchen and the outlet was like, I couldn't get the actual outlet to come out of the wall. It was like stuck in there and I'm pushing on it with a, a flathead screwdriver and it slips and the, 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 the flathead goes under my thumbnail and rips it off. It was, I've never felt pain like that in my life. I started like, I just felt it in my hand. I started like, I felt like I was going to throw up. Like I was like, like the pain was so bad and I started to like get real lightheaded and like I had to, I said, I called my wife, I called Robin. I'm like, I just took my thumbnail off. I could barely, she's like, what? I was like, I took my thumbnail off of the screwdriver. She's like, how do you even do that? I'm like, it's gone, Robin. The thumbnail's gone. It hurts so bad. And she's like, I'm in a meeting. I got to go. And I'm like, oh my God. And she's like, I'm so sorry. We're right in the middle of diagnosing this kid. You're on your own. I'm so sorry. She's like, she's like, I, she's like, I'm right in the middle of diagnosing this kid. I'm like, I got it. I was like, okay, you go. I'll be fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> so I'm like, I like sit down and I, I like slowly like I'm walking Things to our, to get black. <laughs> I'm walking to our bathroom and like everything's all like crazy, you know, it's like all the lights are bright and everything's all crazy <laughs> sideways. And I'm like walking down our hallway, holding my hand like a, like a little baby pigeon and like my thumbnails hanging off there and it's just disgusting looking you know and i get into our bathroom and i sit down yeah <laughs> and i sit down on our toilet and i'm or on our bathtub on the edge of it i'm like <sighs> so i call my i call my dad up it's the only person i can think to call i call my dad i'm like dad daddy no i call my dad i'm like hey listen I uh, I took my thumbnail off. He's like, oh, God, I did that with my ring finger years ago. He's like, it's horrible. I was like, yeah. He's like, you need to put it under cold water. I'm like, okay. And uh, I go, I stand up, and I and I pull the rest of the nail off. It was hanging on by some, like, tissue, oh. you know, and, like, pull it off. And I was like, oh, and I feel like I was going to throw up. I turn on the cold water. I put my thumb in there. I thought I was going to die. It was like all nerve endings and stuff, you know? As soon as oh, that yeah. water hit my finger, I was like, oh! It was like this deep guttural, like, oh! like, yell. And my dad's like, are you okay? I was like, oh! It's like so much scream. I was like, oh! and, I'm, and And I, I hang up the phone because I'm just yelling, like in so much pain. And I, I lay on the ground and I'm holding you know, the baby pigeon thumb in my hand. And I'm just like, why is this happening to me? And, just like totally, and it was like that for like 20 minutes. It was just like this excruciating amount of pain. And then eventually 
I don't know what happened. The the pain, I guess it, my thumb went into shock or something because the pain just went away. <laughs> Your <laughs> thumb went into shock. <laughs> yeah. You went in yeah, shock. I was, I, you went in I, shock. Yeah, it was just my thumb. I'm pretty sure. But the um, <laughs> but I couldn't feel the pain anymore because like I would go, I'd like blow on it. I'd be like, and it'd be like I felt like I just a bunch of daggers were like thumb like super bad. But the pain just went away, and I I couldn't put a band aid on it because it's just like open like tissue you know what i mean it was just like if you put that on there and it like binds to it you know and then you have to take the bandit off it would i couldn't even put so, ca glue on it what thanks yeah, ca glue i didn't even know what that CA was glue. i didn't even know what that was then so i'm like uh anyway yeah so that happened it was terrible <laughs> it was one of the most painful moments there's like three super painful moments in my life and that was that was definitely one of them and the other two i kind of want to hear bones. the other two <laughs> the other two were oh, breaking I bones hear the other two. and i don't know if you want me to oh, go okay. into that but those were nightmares as well <laughs> so, <laughs> so. <laughs> also i love how we're the three most sarcastic a-holes and we have the sweetest wives ever yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? pretty nice yeah. i don't know what this a-holes talk is but um yeah. <laughs> yeah i've seen you naked you're not nice what <laughs> but oh sorry i did thought you, this was a pre-show did you so. hack, hack the, web, the website my my only fans website uh, fans only <laughs> get it right fans i'm only. literally Oops, crying i'm literally crying uh, yes speaking of fans only dan i feel like all of our fans uh entered a giveaway oh that was yeah super oh smooth. my gosh <laughs> super <laughs> smooth let me get to this oh man yeah oh, that was uh um, blindside you yeah well but anyway, i just imagine when you were describing that story mike that like you like the second you got that nail under or the the, the, the screwdriver under your nail it turned into like the, uh, the the w- wasted sign was just a w- went to death. <laughs> wasted GTA. <laughs> just GTA no, faded just, away. I can still see like it was like <laughs> like it broke. You know how they have the ears on the outlets to when you screw them in. You know it has like the little ears in the corners. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get out of the spot. I could like see it in I'm slow still motion. To figure out how you did that? Like go the blade the not the blade but the flathead going over and getting underneath my thumbnail and just. It severing the tissue and it ripping. Oh, it was terrible, guys! It was horrible. Imagine if it was a Phillips head. I would have died. I would have died that day. <laughs> if it was a Phillips head, I would have been dead. If it was a Torx, I would have been in like four pieces on the ground, <laughs> just, just laying there, just a, bu- a bloody pile. It would have looked like a uh, Gears of War in my kitchen whenever or something. He a, whenever he sees a Torx crew, yes, it's like that. Back. It's like that cat flashback in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all the things behind. <laughs> so stupid. Oh um, anyway. So dumb. So giveaway. Throw it over to Dan for the giveaway. <laughs> Who's the yeah, giveaway Dan's brought having, to us by? <laughs> Dan's having trouble breathing. It, it's uh, brought to, you, to us by Macbeth. Yes. Uh, every oh, week yeah, we do we a giveaway sponsored by Macbeth. Uh, big thank you to Macbeth for sponsoring these every oh, week. show. Uh, this is week 14 of the giveaway. Actually, last week was week 14. This is week 15, but I'm talking about week 14 right now. <laughs> and we gave away a DeWalt package, and that came with a double-edged saw, like a like a Japanese pole saw, a 25-foot tape measure, and a 7-inch like speed square. And awesome. the winner last week for that prize was Brian Gwilliam. Or G Will G Will on Instagram. Sweet. I've already reached out to him. Very cool. Congratulations, Brian. Chilada can. Chilada can. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
That's how oh. he signals to win. I have he bangs the my cat nose is running from laughing so hard. <laughs> oh. Like literally. Uh, week fifteen giveaway sponsored by Macbeth Hardwood. We are giving away the Microjig Dado Stop Pro. That sick. is a fifty-five dollar value. You guys, that's sick. I uh, I don't sick. have this item, and I want it very badly. So yeah, it, it looks, looks dope. Cool. Code phrase this week. I have one option, one option only, and this is where we're going with. Sawdust Band-Aid. <laughs> okay, let's go with it. <laughs> Pete did not look entertained by that one. I don't care. Well, that's what fun. Pete... That's a stops the blood. <laughs> it stops the blood. Yeah. Stops the so blood. you need to send Sawdust Band-Aid to us on our Instagram, another Woodshop podcast on IG, or email us at another Woodshop podcast at gmail.com with Sawdust Band-Aid. Cool. For this week's giveaway. Very cool. Back to the show. Nice. So we're pushing up on the 56 minute mark. I think we should. Re- I mean, we don't have any other questions. So I think we decided to read some questions here. When yeah, we, we had a good. We had a good one. Did we? That talked about cutting boards, didn't we? Oh, yes. That is a very oh, good question. We could have rolled that in with Adrian Vita's we could have, question about but we're really bad at this. oil, but we're, so not, we're not pros. We're going to go to this question. This is from Bradley Lyons with Lyons Legacy Woodworking. His question is, is there a solution for making cutting boards to use for cutting meat on? I've heard cutting meat on wooden cutting boards is not good because the raw <clears> meat could absorb into the cutting board and would not be good in the future. Love the podcast. I'm almost caught up. Thank you for taking our questions. This is a very old question, so hopefully he's caught up by now. Uh, we haven't gotten into written in <laughs> questions in a while, so uh, I'm going to actually throw this one to Pete because he has made over 7,000 cutting boards in his life. So, in the thousands of cutting boards that I've made... 7,000. Um, yeah, and, and the seven I finished. Completely. <laughs> 0.01% finish uh, rate. <laughs> yeah, so... All right, think of a butcher shop, a legitimate butcher shop that has probably has one of those, like they're usually about 20, 24 inches by 24 inches, just legitimately end grain butcher block, just this solid wooden thing of, uh, of just end grain with a couple legs on it. They've been cutting meat on that for years. They usually just hose it down. That's all they do. And I know that for a fact because several of the butchers, and um, for those of you that don't know, I'm Polish, and there's a lot of Polish butchers around here. Uh, they, they're everywhere, and they all use the same style butcher block. Uh, and they don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure they don't disinfect it. They just kind of spray it down. They occasionally they might condition it or something, or spray it down with some. Uh, I, I, I know one of the butchers, they uh, clean it with vinegar and uh, lemon juice. That's what they use for it. But as far as using using meats on cutting boards, you're fine. Especially if they're cooked meats, you're totally fine. The only one I personally will not cut on a cutting board is chicken. Um, with just with what is it, salmonella, right? The one you can get from chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, like that's the one. That, that, that's the one thing that kind of scares me. I always recommend same thing to my customers uh, and anyone that. I've talked to about it, kind of lean towards the same way. You know, if you're cutting like steak on it or especially cooks, anything cooked, who cares? 
But raw meat, I'm going to stay away from that. The second one I would might stay away from is pork occasionally. Um, but it shouldn't be too bad. You should not be afraid to use uh, meat on your boards. Uh, you make sure you know, the oil is in there so that the other juices don't go into it. That's why you have to season your board occasionally, every couple of weeks to months, depending on how heavily you use it and how how much you wash it. The oil and the wax that's in the pores is what's preventing the juices from going in there. Correct. Um, that's just my take on it. Uh, Dan, what do you think? I agree. Uh, yeah. Cutting meats on your cutting boards is perfectly safe. And as a matter of fact, I just looked this up while Pete was talking, and this is straight from the the USDA.gov website. Meat and Poultry Hotline says consumers may use wood for cutting raw meat and poultry. However, consider using a cutting board for fresh produce and bread separate from raw meat. So it's perfectly fine for raw meat, according to the USDA. Just use something different for produce and bread. Yep. I use a plastic one for chicken and pork. Everything else gets cut on the regular wooden one. And yeah, and what Pete said, the, the finish that you put on your board actually seals up the pores so that the bacteria and stuff doesn't get into the board. You just have to yeah. c- clean it with vinegar and, and <coughs> lemon juice or, you know, I use soap and water on my boards. Yep. And I'm still alive. Here's the thing. I'm not dead. If, if, if I can just interject one more time, most people that are buying cutting boards from a store they're not getting any care instructions. They're not getting like you guys uh, see the Boss Boost, whatever B O O S boards. boards. They're like, yeah, bo- whatever. They're just like the the generic. They just pump them out. They're nice boards, but they come with no care instructions. They don't come with oil, nothing. So people will just they'll, they'll throw them in a dryer or the wash, uh, whatever the dishwasher, or they'll wash them in a sink and like not care and never ever seal them i have seen those boards used for years and they just look like trash they're literally uneven they're carved out there's no oil left in them and people are still using them and i'm like that's this is your this is not sanitary i'm sorry you need some oil on this you got to refinish this top no end of rant sorry mike i have nothing to add no thanks uh ditto is actually what we say around yeah. here. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't mean to go off on a whole rant. That's fine. The answer was answered, or the question was answered, and that's what we try the to do. The answer was answered. The answer was questioned. Uh, this is from JM underscore artisan underscore M underscore D. He says, when you that's go, a lot of underscore, or when he asks, when you go to buy a new tools, where do you get your reviews or info for the tool you are body? <clears throat> I mean, Mike read it exactly as it's written. So I don't know what your guys thought. I thought he was having a stroke. <laughs> no, nope. no, it's a, it's a good. So question basically, uh, for- based on my translation, is uh, do you yeah. go look at reviews before you buy a new tool, Pete? Uh, I just to uh, quote our last episode, I'm about point three 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 percent reviews. The other third is actually asking people and the other third is review video like kind of videos about it and how it works i kind of will judge it but i like to make my own decision like just kind of like you know most 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 tools these days you can buy and return if you don't like it so if you really do hate the tool you can return it 
But if you see something like like a festal domino, you see everyone's using it, everyone's loving it. Like, all right, I still want to put my hands on it. And I've been messing around with the one I got, and I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty impressed. Things pretty dope. But, you know, I didn't know 100% until I had it in my hands. That's just my take. I'm usually about a third, third, third. I do my research about it, but then at the end, I want to decide because I might hate it. It might not be, it might not work for me. Mike? Uh, I pretty much don't look at tool reviews anymore. Well, I look at, I look at tool review videos, but I don't look at like the five star review at the bottom of the page. Uh, cause here's been, here's my take on, on tools. And for me, I feel like this person's asking about big tools, which you really can't return those. I mean, you can make a stink about like a yeah, jointer that's hard. and they'll probably take it back eventually, but you're going to be, mm-hmm. you're dealing with the dealer. It's going to be a nightmare. You're right. You're um, right. so, <clears throat> but on like, I feel like I have enough knowledge in my own head now to where I don't really watch reviews anymore. Like I kind of feel like I have a good idea about how these tools work and what brands are good. But to answer this question, I feel like tool reviews are garbage because put yourself in the situation. You just bought $3,000 joiner. You, you got it and you can't get the beds coplanar. You can't shim it. There's no amount of anything. Let's make it something even more uh, egregious the motor is burnt out right when you got it. Okay. You got it. It's really bad. Something's really wrong. Um, You're trying to get it fixed. Now in your head, it needs to be fixed right away. But in reality, there's, it was bought from a dealer, from a manufacturer and the tools from Taiwan. All these tools come from the same three factories that all like the big, all the big brands, they come from the same three factories. That's Powermatic, Jet, Laguna, Grizzly, Rikon. All these guys make it in the same factories. They just buy them at different grades. So there's, it's not easy. It's closer to buying a bad car than it is buying a sander when you buy these big tools. So when this happens to you, the first thing you're going to do is go make a terrible review on it. This tool came to me busted. They killed my dog and then they stole one of my kids it's like they're gonna make this terrible review about it because they're gonna be vocal um and you know it's pretty it's understandable why they're gonna be vocal but on the other side of that coin is unfortunately if you get a nice tool and nothing goes wrong with it you're probably not gonna make a review about it so the only feedback you're getting about tools is negative so you need to take it with a grain of salt so for me it's so bad that um, it's completely valueless. These, these big tool reviews reviews are completely valueless because of this situation from what I've noticed. Uh, there's a, you know, I love Laguna. <laughs> I love Laguna tools. Everyone's like, Oh man, I hear so many customer service stories about them. I've never had that issue. <laughs> I've never once had that issue. They've been great. They're, they're not, um, you know, they're as fast as any other company. But the problem is, is people spend a lot of money on a tool and the negative gets out there a lot easier than the positive does. So I'm not writing any blog posts about how good my tools are. I'm just not going to, and no one's ever going to do that. So that positive word doesn't really get out. Um, also, everyone's experience is different. And you're not going to get the same experience as the next person. And you can't really expect that to happen either. Um, I really, as you get into these more expensive tool purchases, 
you are getting closer to a car purchase than anything. It's not like a sander, like I said. Like a sander, you know, Pete was saying you could return that. You get like a $60 Bosch sander, one of their entry-level DeWalt right. sanders or whatever. I wasn't thinking it of large work. tools. You just, you just yeah. take it back. Oh, hey, this thing doesn't work. They'll give you another one that costs $20 to make. Uh, you know, that's easy. It's it's a, it's a consumable at that point. But when you're talking about bigger tools, um, do your research. But I just don't trust those re- tool reviews. Sorry. Dan? I'm, <clears throat> I 100% agree with Mike. You're just not going to get an, an equal balance right. of positive and, and negative on those tool reviews, especially like on Amazon or whatever. <laughs> I like to watch tools in action like videos yes. on, on YouTube. I like, there's a, I can't remember the account, but he likes to show this product versus this product. He likes to show like head to head what the tools are going to be like. <clears throat> so I look for stuff like that. Excuse me. I got a frog in my throat or something. <laughs> uh, so yeah, YouTube videos. I'm, I, I can't add much more to what Mike mm-hmm. said. He kind of nailed it. Pete, did you answer yet? I did. All righty. Well, the thing that made me like, I didn't really think of like large tools, but yeah, I, I, I agree with Dan was, which is tools in action. But that's why I like Instagram because it shows people using the tools in different ways. Yeah. It really, it helps you form your own opinion. Of Find it. people right. you not trust. Review. Find people you trust yeah. in the space. You know, observe yes. them and then see what they're saying Astro about things. And ask her honest opinion because you're right there's plenty of people that are just like this is the best joiner i ever used Mm -hmm. it's so great it's so awesome guess what it was free and um you know they got a bunch of upgrades for it and they got paid to say those words there's a lot of things involved with those with those you need to find out that's why i say find someone you can trust don't i mean there's people out there who just huck whatever is thrown at them you know um (laughs) <laughs> I'm a joke. Uh, but anyway, there's some people that, that almost huck whatever's thrown at them and then they'll just huck whatever is put on their lap to put out in front of people. Um, so find someone who you find is consistent and trustworthy and that you feel like is I guess just consistent and trustworthy. I don't know. There's nothing else yeah, I can add to that. Just that. find someone who you think you can trust or not just one person. Don't put it all in one. Find people who you, you can, you can reliably get information from and don't seem that, like they're bought. So um, let's yeah. do one more and then we'll, uh, yeah, squeeze we'll in. call. This is from Tyler Kimball, Meg shark 19. I know that guy question for the podcast. I have a nine. Oh, I have nine pieces of eight quarter. Um, red oak that's 13 inches by 11 foot well that's big stuff some big stuff um big stuff understanding most opinions of red oak i have run out of ideas on usage so what do you do when you have free hardwood that you don't love great pod keep it up i'll tell you what i did with my red oak i india inked it and i'm turning it into shop furniture and it looks sick so that's something i did and if you have a piece of red oak um you know there are people who do like red oak. I mean, yeah, Dan likes red oak. He's stupid. Um, so <laughs> no, there are people who like red oak. So maybe you can like look for a customer that would want that. Cause I mean, there's someone, there's people who like it. Um, I don't like it personally. So what I did is what I had is I, <clears throat> I put, I indie inked it and I turned it into something I did like. So, um, and you know, I don't know what your, 
woodworking knowledge or the extent of your woodworking is, but if you got it for, I think he said he got it for free, right? Yeah. He got it free hardwood. Uh, yes, he said he got yeah. it for free. Use it to learn on, make some stuff that's difficult, like really challenge yes. yourself with it. Make a table, make something that's really difficult, some new joinery, do some cool stuff with it that you wouldn't do with a wood that you do care about. So that's what I would say. Dan? I would absolutely make a table. Yeah. I mean. That's a lot of pieces of wood. It's it's a heck of a lot of wood mm-hmm. and you can make a big old table out of it. Mm-hmm. You could easily make a, a big farmhouse <laughs> table out of it. That might not be your your thing, farmhouse, but. If you want to learn something uh, and challenge yourself, make a farmhouse table, do your own joinery, and then put it up for sale in the marketplace. Yeah. You know, See if it sells. You'll, you'll learn something out of it and you could sell it. And red oak is easy to stain if you want to go that route. Like, I don't always advocate for staining, but, you know, you can stain red oak and give it a darker color or something. Do whatever make you got to do to sell it. Yeah. I, I think I think it's a wonderful wood to 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 start with and work it on. It tools really well too. It tools great, and I'm I'm in the min- minority here, but I think it smells great when you're cutting it. I like it, Pete. Well, uh, you guys remember a couple of months ago I had like way too much cherry no. in my yeah, shop, all those slabs. Yeah, uh, so. Even when it's a nice wood, because I, I I love working with cherry. It tools really well. It looks pretty nice. It's no walnut, but it's pretty dang nice. And I think you guys, uh, you praise it a lot. In the last I love cherry. Too. I, ne- yeah. I don't work yeah. with it nearly Cherry's enough. Great. It's great. I love cherry. Mm, not enough to like do everything out of cherry. <laughs> you know? So I had so much of it in a shop that I was just kind of like, I was at the same point. Like, not that it was undesirable wood, but it was just kind of like, I'm kind of over cherry right now. Like, what do I do with it? So I started slapping it on shop furniture, making random things like headphone stands and practicing on. I was using it for joinery because it's really easy to, to practice with. So that's another another thing to, to think about. We talked about the setup one of the other episodes. Um, wood, uh, uh, what is it? Wood hardness and the way it tools is very important. So like if you're practicing, like so like a oh, pine is great, but pine's also super soft. If you're gonna like practice joinery, something like, for example, cherry is really good to practice with. It tools really nicely, it cuts really nice with a chisel. You can practice with it. Um and aside from that, just make stuff you just wanna make and don't have to make. Shop furniture, stuff around the house, practice things. It's the best way to do it. And the other option, sell it. Some people really love redwood. And red just, oak. Just sell the stuff. Uh, red, I'm sorry, uh, red yeah. oak. I want to say redwood. Um, red oak. Just sell it. Put it on Facebook Marketplace. That's it's eight quarter. It's thick. People are going to want it. You know? So put it out there. If, you, if it's taking up room in your shop, sell it. I sold a bunch of cherry because I just had way too much. And I got some money for it. I wish so, I got all your cherry. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> this couldn't have ha- couldn't have happened. Um, Emma's gonna take Pete's cherry. <laughs> <laughs> what? We're talking about wood, right? Uh, yes, that's it. <laughs> um, so uh, are we gonna call this one? Because I'm getting real sleepy, guys. And I, re- I think we should call yeah. it because Mike's getting sleepy because it's nine thirty. No, it's not because it's late. I'm getting, I'm getting coffee. <laughs> I Get <see>. it? 
<laughs> no, I got a tickle in my throat. I got the COVID or something. Oh gosh. Oh god. Well, you're not coming to Cali. Um, you can't. You can't stop me. You're not my dad. <laughs> well, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, Pete, you want to do the outro since it's been so long? Yeah. You know who also can't be stopped? Our patrons and our followers, because they just can't stop leaving us voicemails at seven five four two two five five two nine seven or. Bro recording them on their phone and sending them over to us in whatever format they choose. Some of them might not work. (laughs) That's a little nod to next week. Um, So if you guys do have any questions, comments, concerns about the podcast, please send them over to us. Uh, Best way to do it is record a voice memo. Send it over to anotherwoodshoppodcast at gmail.com. And make sure to check out the podcast on Instagram and starting this week on YouTube at youtube.com slash another woodshop podcast that's right we hit over 100 subscribers and we officially have our own uh do- domain url whatever url yeah yeah i am pizza it guy pizza it guy yeah yes i am <laughs> that's right and aside from that if you want to check out any of these three fools dan pete or mike check them out on instagram youtube or tiktok all under the same handles daniel dunlap woodworks Coffee Custom Builds, and Petrie's Workshop. Boom. And, of course, we would love for you guys to leave some reviews. We had our, sad to say, our first week, a couple weeks ago, where um, no one left a review. And it was very sad. We, all, we were very upset. We drank a lot. We drank a lot. <laughs> a lot of coladas were, were drank. So make sure to leave us a review. And the thing yes, that please. helps us the most is share the podcast. Yes, share that, how much you love or hate it. doesn't matter. Just post it in your stories. We'll re- re- repost it. Unless you say um, you don't like it. That helps us grow a lot. And the more we grow, the more we're able to offer you guys these little mini shows, pre-shows, uh, Patreon content. It was a lot of fun doing That's that. That's all Wednesday I got. Show. Yeah, that I, was, yeah, that that was, was really that was fun. Blast. It was nice to have. We yeah. need to do that every once in a while. So um, yeah. anyway, big thanks to Total Boat as well thanks to them for sponsoring the show um big thanks to all you who and sticker beat for the stickers yep, sticker beat for the stickers really appreciate them um yeah i guess that's kind of it let's wrap this thing up i think this next week's gonna be a good one pete's back dan's gonna wrap up his desk i'm gonna get my shot back i'm really excited about this week i'm excited about next week's show let's close this thing down guys you guys have a great night i'll talk to you soon bye love you long time bye Ron, I know it sounds harsh, but God does not want her to live.